That's a, it's just marking off the checklist. Look, we've already done the London Tower. Right, yeah. Right? We've done London Bridge. We've done We're London good. Bridge. The London Tower. That's where you imprison someone and forever <laughs> starve them. Are you hot yet? <laughs> yeah, we've done the London Bridge. Under London Bridge. Uh-huh. We've done the breaded chicken cutlet. Yep. Right? We've done the flaming dragon. We've done the flaming dragon. Yep. We've done the pink sock. Yes. We've done the Hulk smash. We've done the Houdini. We've done the Houdini. Yep. We've done the uh we've done the Rydum Cowgirl. We've done the Cleveland Steamer. We've done the we've done the Rusty Trombone. Yep. Okay. We've now this requires a third party as as with the London Bridge. Right. So now, you know, this is getting the more people you add, the more difficult it is. Right. So now we've all right, so we gotta do tandem bike. Tandem bike. <laughs> Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. Woo! That's some great pre-roll talk. Most right of it you'll probably never hear. Nope. But you can ask, and we might tell. It might come out in a best of. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, probably, maybe not. probably it should. Probably a worst of. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So we're just talking logistics of, you know, sexual positions. <clears throat> that's that. Yeah, that's that. We had an entire Mind Gap episode before we hit record. You kind of wonder what that moment is when someone's like, hey, let's try something, and they invent a position. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I can't imagine that there's too many more to be invented. No, but I'm saying like the ones that have been. Oh, yeah. You know, where someone's like... Because, I mean, it started out just straight up like missionary, very very vanilla, plain, very basic. And then yeah. someone went, what if we turned this around? You know, I see dogs doing it this way. Right. What if we tried that? Right. You know? You know what? I'm rather tired today. Why don't you Why don't you climb on top? Yes, yeah, I exactly. feel like this will work. Yes. I'm an engineer. I feel I was, like this will work. Because I mean, we, didn't, we didn't invent, uh, you know, woman on top until engineers were... Naturally, yeah. First... I'm an inventor. First comes wheel. <laughs> I'm an inventor. <laughs> I invented the wheel. I understand how like, things work. It was work. like Da Vinci who was just like, hmm, hmm. get on top. I'm I have schematics on how this will work. I drew out how this how this should work. <laughs> You'll see the calculations on the side for force <laughs> plus gravity right. equals sensation. <laughs> so there we sensation. go. Sensation. <laughs> you think it just like it was like an explorer who's like, I will find the G spot. I will. I will find what this means. What it is. What because I mean, obviously, originally it was just like procreation. It's like just do this. But other people were like, let's get creative because we have free time now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And then obviously, obviously, it was in the probably 1800s or so in mm-hmm. the Wild West when they did reverse cowgirl. Yeah, obviously. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> it's documented. Look it up. Indeed. Read a book. Read a book. Wikipedia you dumb, it. You dumb shit. Read a book. I challenge all of our listeners right now to Wikipedia reverse cowgirl. Oh, I, I challenge all of our, read, all our listeners to read a book. <laughs> I mean that too. Yeah, we're all I've been about- making strides in The Walking Dead. I picked it yeah. back up. Good for you. The, if if you've, I don't know if you noticed, but the the marker it, the marker has moved. Well, it's moved from your desk all the way over to under your TV. That's now, very so. true. Yeah, because that's where I watch The Walking Dead. There you so go. that's where I read The Walking Dead. That makes sense. Is on my TV stand. Of course. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I actually had to go back and reread the last chapter because I totally forgot where I was in the book. That's what sucks when you stop midway through a book and you're like, eh, do I start over? Because there was some stuff I went back and I didn't. You could. I would have lost if I put a bet on it. I would have lost money because I would have said I never read this. That's how I was I totally when I was it. when I 
when I finally got access to HBO again, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get caught up on Game of Thrones. Ah! I knew I had gotten through season one and two. I was like, I'm confident I'll be able to pick this up. And I did really well. Yeah. I was very, like, I feel like I'm like, I know who all the characters are. I pretty much remember what happened, and I was really good. And then once I was done, I went all the way back and rewatched it all again, just in case. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a couple of things that I forgot. But for the most part, I stayed on track. You you do have a skill set, though, that – and I used to think I was good at this, but you are a different level of good at this. Like, you have a, you have a skill to remember things that have happened in a series going back, for, like, you know, so, well, no, no, this guy actually did – or this person moved over here, and they killed this person. And yeah. you can do that to a, an alarming degree. If I really like something, I really immerse myself in it, but that means that I, you know, forget – you know, people's phone numbers or things like that. And in, 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 your daughter's birthday equivalent exchange, man <laughs> can't have that information without deleting something else. Exactly. That's, that's how it works. Right. 150 monkeys. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I told my boss about that the other day. Oh yeah. Cause she was, I can't remember what, what brought it up, but I was like, you guys, you know, it's 150 monkeys and they all just froze and they looked at me like, what? And I go, and I went through a whole thing. Of it's how, the sequel to 12 monkeys. This, <laughs> it's a lot of sequels, but that's yeah. And I explained it to him and, uh, she told me this story about how she just I think we were talking about homeless people and how she left she had just uh she was moving so she figured out that she got uh, into her new apartment so she got approved she was she, she was super excited she's like I'm going to take a walk. So as she was walking out uh there's always you know we work by the Hancock so there's always a bunch of homeless folks around there. So she saw this guy who I recognize normally he's usually like crying like sobbing. Oh like man. This big dude just like really putting on the waterworks. So she walked by him and she walked by two other homeless people and she was like, man, you know what? I'm going to get some food. I'll just pick him up some food. So she goes, she gets him the food. She stops by the first guy. She's like, hey, you hungry? The guy's like, yeah, that's great. She gave him some food, went on. Walked by the second guy. Second guy's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I just, uh, you know, I'm not really looking for food. I'm just looking for, you know, basically money. And she was like, okay. And then she went back. You got any heroin? <laughs> I'll do that. And then uh, she went to the crying guy, and she's like, "Hey, you know, I just I, I got this extra food." And he was like, "Do I look like I want food? It's hot, and I'm sick. I don't want your food." And she was just like, "You know what? I tried to do something nice, and now like my emotional roller coaster went from like super happy to right. man, I'm really sad for right. these people to fuck these guys." Right. Elation to empathy to anger. Yeah. yeah. She said she was hanging out uh, at a Starbucks one time, and there was a guy that was, like, obviously homeless hanging around there. And uh, the Starbucks people were like, oh, yeah, this guy's normal here, no big deal. She goes, like, cool, well, uh, I'll get an extra coffee and, like, a little, you know, little snack, too. And she go to give it to the guy. The guy goes, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I just take cash or gift cards. I she takes gift cards. Cash or gift cards. I love it. And it was like, What? That makes zero sense. I take cash or gift card. I don't know what this is. It's not what I. That's not my normal order. You know what? I have a PayPal account. If you'd like to donate to that, right. I actually have a little square. That if you want to swipe your right, card can you Venmo me ten dollars? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, what? I'm sorry. Is this a half calf mocha frappuccino? Yeah. I don't do anything I don't, but I don't do half calf mocha frappuccinos. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Is this decaf? Because I'm gonna have a long day and I don't need to be staying up all night. <laughs> I'll never get to sleep. That's the kind of stuff where you're like, ah, you know, there's always there's always those guys that are just, you know, that just, that you're like, God damn it, you're scamming. Yeah. And I feel oh, bad, yeah. too, because I'm like, hey, man, if you're not dressed for the part, don't even bother. With yeah. It. Don't even bother. 
There's, I'm not going to give you anything no matter what. We've talked about that. I think I've t- mentioned this guy on the podcast, but there's there's a dude who hangs out around the Columbia buildings. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so whenever I walk home, I'll come down State Street. I'll cut over usually around uh, uh, like 8th, and then I'll come down Wabash. Mm-hmm. And on one of those three streets, I will see this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's he got like designer jeans, nice shoes, whatever shirt, nice backpack. And one time I saw him wearing a nice big fat-faced watch, like a mm-hmm. big watch. And he always is asking for money. He's like, hey, man, can you spare a little bit? Can you spare a little bit? Come on. I'm so hungry. Like, he's playing the game up yeah. verbally. But I, there have been plenty of times where I've wanted to stop and just go, I don't mind if you're going to grift out here and try to get, you know, and get people, you know, to give you shit. I don't care. But play the part. Like, from an actor standpoint, from a performer, from a creative standpoint, from you a are, sales aspect, you are lazy, sir. Yeah, like I was like, play the fucking. If you're gonna do it, play the goddamn part. You have to. You have to. Like you just can't. Because there's absolutely no way I'm ever gonna give you money if I yeah. see that you've got better tennis shoes on than I do. Yeah, exactly. No. And now that it's it's so funny, and it, like sometimes over at work when I'm walking home and stuff like that, I'll see. Uh, they all pick a corner, and they usually are, you know, sitting there doing stuff. And I just see one one time, just sitting there, just reading a book, with their sign up, or they're occasionally like checking their phone and stuff. I'm like, oh, you must be on break. Gotcha. You must be on break. You know, and I, again, there's nothing you can do whatever you want. No, you're a human I, being. But yeah. I'm just like, again, perception becomes reality. <laughs> right. Where I'm like, because because everyone talks about how they're like, yeah, you know, there's always these exposés on these guys that are like taking money, begging, and then they go and get in a nice car. I'm like, right. yeah, but that would fucking suck. To do that every day, right? I mean, talk I about hate like that. the human. Like you're 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 piling shit on top of yourself all day. Yeah, like you're just you're getting. I'm. It's not like if you just stand at a corner. If you're if you don't know what we're talking about. If you ever find yourself in a big city, find someone who who's begging for who's panhandling and just stand a, a distance away and just observe. Yeah, and watch the disdain that gets thrown their way. Like it. It's not an easy. Like it's 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 a very low. You're really putting yourself low on the totem pole, especially in the city, because people, because there's so many people, and we have the 150 monkey rule. Right. You just don't. And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, because yes. I did reference it before, essentially there was a study. There's an actual name for it, but I can't remember what it is. But there's like a social number for which you'll reach, in which you just that's the cap for your sort of like caring in your social circle. That's why sometimes, like I think it's psychologically, it's built in there so that you don't lose your mind, so that every time. Something bad happens over the world. Like, you can feel bad, but it's not going to affect you as if, like, your father or your mother passed away. You're going to feel bad. You're like, that sucks that there was a tsunami that wiped this out or an earthquake or whatever. Like, you're, you will feel some sort of feeling, but you're not going to be necessarily devastated to right. the point where you're like, I have to take the day off of work because this happened. Right. You know, that sort of stuff. So, because of that feature... At some point in time, emotionally, you just sort of like, you can acknowledge it, but then you move on. That's right. what it's like living in the city most of the time because you're around so many different people oh, that you don't know. Yeah, and every once in a while, I'll go back into it mm-hmm. where, uh, well, I'm sorry, did you finish the definition, where they said about the definition of what the 150 monkeys was? Oh, yeah. Why so they call it the monkeys? Why they call it the monkeys was they studied uh, primates and things like that, and they noticed that there were social circles of about 150 uh, that the monkeys would really sort of like relate to and take care of. And then beyond that, there was like a, a distinct cutoff. So they just talked about these social circles of 150 monkeys and they kind of applied it to uh, humans as well. Yeah. 
And so I'll fall into it. I find myself recently falling, uh, falling in and out of it where I'll like someone will, you know, will ask for money and I, I, I genuinely feel I'm like, I, I, I really, maybe I should go get them some food or give them some money. And then I look down the street and I see that there's three more guys position yeah. themselves down the street. And I'm like, no, like I, I, I physically can't, I cannot give everyone money. Like yeah. I, I'm not rich, yeah. you know, I'm, just, I'm hanging on financially. I, I have no, yeah. otherwise I'm going to be out here as well. Like, and you just, you can't. And then I have to remind myself that it's not, they, they, they ask thousands of people a day and they maybe get a dozen people to give them money. So I'm, I'm not the, like, I'm not just an asshole for saying no. Like, and it's, yeah. it's, but it's hard to wrap your head around because Man, when they're when they're at when they single you out and they yeah. ask you, you feel like you're on you're on the spot for that. Yeah, I hate them for doing that because I because you especially if you sit and listen. Hate's they, a strong word. Do you hate them for doing that? I, I hate the tactics that they use. Okay, that's why I don't hate them because they're human beings. Right. Um, except for Steve, that fucking asshole. <laughs> no, um, I hate the tactics that they use because if you sit and you listen. They'll say the exact same thing in the exact same tone and pitch to every single person that comes yeah. by, and it's just like you're a machine. Yeah, that's you know, but you're, you're playing the numbers game. If you ask a certain amount of people, uh, certain there there is a group that will, and it's what's what, what I feel bad about is I'll see someone giving them money. I'm like, no, don't reinforce the behavior. That's the first thing I think of. Right, like, right. And my favorite, <laughs> my, my favorite uh, commentary, and this was a South Park episode. Okay. Where um, homeless people show up to South Park, and uh, they they paint them as zombies, where <laughs> okay. all they say is change, change. Clever. And um, at one point, uh, Kyle sees a guy there, and he feels really bad for him. He's standing outside his homes, and this guy's change. So he goes out, and he's like, "Hey, I saved up all this money to buy a new video game, but I feel like you know what? You need this more than me. So here's twenty bucks." He gives twenty, puts twenty bucks in the guy's cup, and like Kyle feels really good, and the guy just goes, "Change." He's like, "Dude, I just gave you like twenty bucks." The right. guy's like, "Change," and then they find out that there's more homeless people that show up, and Cartman's like, "You gave him money? More of them showed up!" And they all they do is like they made it seem like <laughs> the more you can just give them money, but then they forget that you gave them money. Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. It was it was one of my favorite episodes. That's a, it's, it's a clever it's a clever uh, approach to that. Yeah, yeah, it was really well done, and it's, it's and it's and I'm not knocking anyone that's on hard times. I no, get no, it. no, I, and, I, I'm not. Yeah, no, I, it's just it's, you, know, you never want to. Like, I I will never look down at or talk down to anyone who is panhandling or asking for for handouts because no. I understand. Look at any any random set of events could put you in the same position. Yeah. I have no no uh, romantic notion that I could never end. Like, right, uh, that is has for years since I was in, in probably grade school has been a. You know how your fear is getting bad, famous. Yeah, like where people just dra- sure. drag you through the mud. You get drugged. Yeah, you, you get dragged. You get dragged. Yeah. Um. The uh, oh oh, hold on. God damn it. Uh oh. God. Headphones. You headphones. doing this? You doing the Sans headphones now? My left ear just went out completely. Uh-oh. That's not good. Dun-dun-dun-dun. There it is. It's back in. Found it. Woohoo! Found my left ear. Yeah. Uh, so that's your biggest fear. My biggest fear since I was a kid has been ending up homeless. Yeah. Like, just not 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 being able to succeed and just ending up as a complete 
just I I have nothing to my name. That is definitely something I take for granted, thinking that I have a place to go. Yeah. every night and shelter, mm-hmm. and, and and I feel bad because I've said horrible things to those people sometimes when they come up and ask. Because at the end of the day, I just don't want to be bothered. Right. And if I'm on the street having a conversation with someone and they interrupt to like throw their uh, their their sales tactics at me, I get really really angry because sure. it's rude. Well, and I think that just from a, again a basic human level, like if yeah. you. It, t- uh, Panhandling aside, if you just see two people talking on the street and you go up and just go, "Hey, let me ask you a question," like, and you just you you interrupt these two people, you're gonna get you know you're gonna draw the ire of those two people. You're yeah. not they're not gonna be happy about that. So it's nothing to do with the fact that you're panhandling. It's the fact that you just that's rude. Yeah, you know. Well, it's just you know, I remember one time in particular, I was walking home and I was on the phone uh, with one of my friends. And this guy comes up and he's just like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. He's just like, and I just, I put the phone down. And I go, I'm on the fucking phone. And I screamed in his face. Yeah. And he like, he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, what? What? Yeah. What do you want? Like, why would you do? And it was just so obnoxious. I was I, just like. I've had that too where I, like, literally there, I'll be on the phone and they'll be trying to have a conversation. I'm like, dude, honestly, like, I am, I mean, I'm, I'm in the middle of something. Like, yeah. if I'm walking by, pitch me. I'm probably still going to say no, but pitch me. Like, but if I'm, if you see me on the phone or talking with someone else, don't. <laughs> you, you know, like, because yeah. you're, you, there's, there's in no way, shape, or form will I ever go. Oh yeah, let me hang up with this person and then go get and like no, that that you're only going to anger. Like, yeah, you're, you're that is not a good sales tactic for me. Well, and also there's a time I'm not proud of, but I'm gonna share it here. All was right. uh, after you, me, and Beth saw the Wolverine. Uh we oh, oh. Abby says, Abby not says, today. you dug, you Abby suck. Abby was like, that was before I got here. How dare you tell that story? Um, uh, hey. She's mad. She's like, you will not talk about the Wolverine. Right. She's, she hated like, that, that movie. That movie was subpar. She hated it. You hated the Wolverine, right? Like the last 25% of it just turned into a stupid comic book movie. Um, but we were outside after the movie, you, me, and Beth, talking about it, discussing it, breaking it down, and this guy came up and just interrupted our conversation. Like, from half a block away, he's like, excuse me, and I just, I put my head down, I go, here we fucking go, and then, like, and I, I, I acted like an asshole to this guy, I really did. And I remember he just started, like, running his mouth, and I was like, blah, 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 and I'm not proud of this, but at the end of it, he was like, fuck you, and I was like, at least I have a bed to sleep in tonight, just a whole, whole dick move to say but i was just like so mad because i'm like dude we are having a conversation right now yeah. like just the three of us and you just you're just gonna yell from half a block away right and come over and just like i'm like don't do that right like, just don't like that's just you're an asshole at that point in time. yeah i don't care if you're homeless you're a dick yeah. <laughs> i mean that's that's there's the homeless factor only goes so far like just yeah. as a person don't be don't be dick yeah like i'm it. i'm way more apt to give and i've i've absolutely given money out and i've yeah. You know, uh, got gone and gotten food or coffee or before. Like I've I've done that. I don't do it often because yeah. again, I'm trying to make my way too. But uh, it's usually to the people who are, I feel are are very genuine about it. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. Like because I, and you know what sucks is just like I have to remind myself to be like I have to like under my breath be like be a good person, be a good person, like and remind myself that hey, look. Just because someone's walking slow doesn't mean they're an asshole. They're just walking right. slow. Right. And they're in my way. And that's very arrogant of me to be like, you're annoying me because you're in my way. Just be like, relax. Right. I have a speed that I'm going most of the time, which is economic, which means get there as quickly as possible. 
But then, like, I think it was last night I was trying to walk, and I was like, okay, look, first of all, you got out of work early, so relax. <laughs> Second things of all. Things are looking up so far. But I was like, I want to get home as fast as possible right. to maximize my, my time at home early. And then I was like, look, you're going to get where you're going, <laughs> okay? You're going to be fine. You're going to get home. And it's like, you're right. And I'm like, cool, you're right. No big deal. Like, it's, it's not that big. It's like when you're driving and someone's, like, trying to cut in, you're like, you know what? Fine. Come on in. We're all trying to get somewhere. Right. Let's not kill each other over this. Right. Like, and I have to remind myself, I'm like, they didn't just, you know, challenge you to a duel. They didn't insult your honor or right. whatever. Like, just <laughs> relax. It's going to be okay. Because I, I get bent out of shape over that. So I'm fucking see that? Yeah. Fucking, these guys are slow. But what irritates me is just, I'm like, man, these people are not aware of their their situational awareness. Like when people walk four wide on a sidewalk or something. Oh, man. And you're like, I'm sorry. Are you expecting me to break? I will break your. I will red. What was that? Uh, red Rover. Red Rover. I almost said Red Robin. I'm gonna Red Rover the shit out of this and just like break through and be like, I win. Right. You know, like I, it's just stuff like that. Just the lack of, um, the the lack of understanding or being aware of where you are and how you're affecting someone else's environment is super frustrating. To yeah. Me. And it's also it's, it's very. I'm like, God damn it, you're in my way or whatever, and it's it sucks. But at the same time, I'm like, look. Like, just the idea that they are wandering around not knowing that they're just in the way is so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Right. They're just... Yeah. But at the same time, like, you're... Like, you put put yourself... I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Put oh, yourself, shit. Put yourself in their shoes. And then you got this big lumbering yeah. guy who's just like... <laughs> He's, Thank you for saying I'm lumbering. That means a lot to I'm me. I'm just saying. I, I imagine you're just Frankensteining like it. <laughs> coming up behind them. Doug's got a stride going, <laughs> breathing on him. Right? You got this. You got. You're a very. You're a big guy. Like you are. You are not. Uh, I'm a big lumbering. Man. You're a big dude who just comes down the street at you. No, yeah. but you got this big guy coming coming behind you, and you're walking a speed, and all of a sudden you're getting yelled at because. Someone else wants to walk faster, and why should you walk faster? Because they want to. Like, yeah, it it, it is. It's, For the it's, record, I don't yell at people to walk faster. I oh, want to make that clear. He does. I've seen it. I don't. I'll sit there and crack a whip it. and be like, "Row, oh, row." There's no whip, but you definitely <laughs> yell at people. Like I've seen you get red face, that vein in the neck starts popping out. That's so funny. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> a lot of racial epithets get thrown around. We talked a lot about how like my my I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. People yeah. know. Just the other yesterday at work. Uh, I told you about the bad news that I got, yeah. and we were kind of talking about like <laughs> we were essentially in the hallway, just briefly talking about what was going on. And this guy who I used to work with regularly was like, "Oh shit, Doug's really mad." He goes, "He goes, I don't think I've ever seen Doug that mad before." And I was like, "Funny, I don't think I'd got. He don't think he'd seen the full capacity of where I got that day, but he noticed that I was upset about something. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Oh shit." I go, that makes me feel good because that means most of the time people see me as a jovial person. Right, right. Because when I do get angry, it's not good. It's wow. Like, it's it's jarring for people. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, I generally don't like getting there. Yeah. I don't like being in that spot, and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And the only upswing is people generally listen to me when I do that. <laughs> when you get mad? When I get mad, people pay attention. Right, right. Which can be good to get collect the focus and things like that, but... <laughs> But generally, that's your superpower. That is my superpower to basically to uh, you know ag you know take on aggro from right. everyone. I'll be like, focus, and I just everyone's like, fuck. Doug is uh, uh, red. Doug. 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 Red. Doug. <laughs> Doug's face is red. Uh oh. <laughs> red. Doug. 
Because I'll rant and rave and stuff like that. People are like, ah, whatever. But when I truly get mad. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Doug's that, on one just, of his tangents that's again. That's just Doug doing his thing. And I'm like, yeah, listen to my podcast. <laughs> Similarly, <laughs> uh, yesterday, um, uh, we were on our way out. Or the other day, we, we had a company party. And we were on our way out. And we heard that OJ got paroled. Sure. And so everyone was like, hey, the juice is loose. The juice is loose. So I go, you know, in my household, that has a completely different meaning. You know. And and my boss turns to me. She goes, "God, everything in SMS, it's always it's always with poop." I go, "You should listen to my podcast." Oh, I go, it's way oh, worse. She's, oh, she's. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't put that together. That's what you're referring. Yeah, the juice is loose. Yeah. I, so she called you out on poop jokes she too. She goes, "God, everything comes out of the poop and SMS." I go, "Yeah, well, you should listen to my podcast." <laughs> it's just a shit filled hour. I was like, I'm always talking about poop, one way or the other. Yeah, that's true. And I just did. So we lost the game. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> the poop game. Damn it. God damn it. It's still part of the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, uh, oh, I totally lost my train of thought. Something about anger. Yeah, how I'm ranting and raving. Ranting and raving. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know. I don't know how people generally see me because I, I don't know. I don't know how I, I don't think I come off jovial all the time, but I. You come off as pretty low key and calm. Yeah, like you—you you generally strike me as someone who's pretty even keeled. Yeah, I've only seen you get mad a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if I pull focus like you pull when you get mad. Like you can, you can, like you yeah. said, like you kind of you you pull the attention points and you're like, everyone look here, we're doing this. Shut the fuck up and listen to me. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when I get angry, it's more of a what an asshole. <laughs> I don't know if it's the way I get angry or if it's just again per- just a, just a personality thing. I don't know. You definitely push people away <laughs> when you get angry. Okay. All right. People people aren't drawn to me when I'm angry. You know, they're not like, "Cool, I want to yeah. go hang out with that guy." <laughs> Let but, me go closer to him and see yeah. what he's got to say. But they I think it's more of like a stunning effect. Okay. Yours is people are like, "Cool, I should probably I should probably <laughs> Increase the distance here. I do. I will. I will admit that I tend. Yeah. I. I don't. It's not that I have a violent streak. Yeah. But it looks like I do. <laughs> like yeah, you're almost like a dog who's about to snap. Yeah. You kind of like get real quiet. And you get really, really. You get. Re- you don't move much. And then all of a sudden, you're it's like it's specifically like, when, I, we were, I, when we work together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like you turn your head and you're like, <laughs> and you're like. Cool, that dog is angry. We should probably slowly back away, but don't make eye contact as if not to challenge it, you know. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, uh, I I only saw that like twice and I was like, "All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave." I think if I'm not mistaken, I think one time I removed myself from the office. I think you did. Cuz I was like, if I don't if I don't walk away, yeah. I will put my fist through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not going to go I well. I think I ended up punching a brick wall or something, and it did not end well for me. Because that's what I'll, I'll go red is the yeah. thing. Like when I get – if I go to – there are different levels, but if I if I do get like mm-hmm. – if I get to the red line, I it's just it's just a wall of, of yeah. anger. And like I don't I don't make great decisions. No one does when they're emotionally compromised like that. But I, I, I've, I've only hit that moment <laughs> like just a – yeah, Abby, dog. are you in that moment right now? Dog's about to snap. Snap. Um, I I remember there was one time in college where 
I got in a really big argument, and I remember it felt like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. Like, it felt like I had no control over what I was saying, and I just felt like I was just watching from the side. Yeah. It was really weird, and I didn't like any of it. Yeah. And oddly enough, the guy Do you was, remember what it was about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So... <laughs> this is always the best. It was college, and I lived with a bunch of dudes, and <clears throat> you're just learning how to keep a place clean. Sure. And we also weren't very good at communicating, but someone had had a birthday, and they had a cake, and they'd used up a whole bunch of like silverware, and then just left the cake on, on the table for like two days. Oh, fun. So me being a real big smartass, I took all of the dirty dishes, or all the dirty silverware, and I, I spelled out wash me on the table with the silverware. Sure. And when this guy came home, apparently he had a bad day and he saw that and he was like in no mood for it whatsoever. And he called me in there and we just like went at it. Like, yeah. just, and I was like, he's like, what the fuck? Why would you do this? I'm like, I don't know, because it's fucking gross. Yeah. I was like, why would you leave a cake out for two days? He goes, well, I just thought someone else might want to have it. I'm like, then put it away and let us know. It was just back and forth, back yeah, and yeah. forth. And it was just like, and I just remember like we just escalated and I just felt my blood pressure and everything yeah. going up. And then I just was like, just responding, just I'm like, oh, without even thinking, just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> there was no stuttering, there was nothing. There was just immediately just back and forth. Yeah. And I'm like, and then, oddly enough, after it was over, like we we reconciled very quickly. Did you? After yeah. that, we were able to 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 make it happen. And I was like, well, that's cool because <laughs> to this day, he's still a good friend. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I was like, cool. This is the end of a friendship. Got it. Like, you in were, the back of my mind, you were I'm ready like, for that to happen. I was yeah. like, I, and the thing that sucked is throughout all of it, I was like, you know. I may have ended a friendship because I would just I spelled out wash me with these with with silver. silverware. It's such a trite, like it's, non It's such issue. a childish thing for it me is, to do. But but not even that, but yeah. it didn't hurt him. No. Like for both like it's a childish thing for you to do, but at the same time, it didn't hurt anything yeah. for him. Like so for for both of you there was there was really no there reason. There was to really get- no there was there was nothing on the line here. No, it was just a matter of someone cleaning up the silverware and throwing away the cake. Exactly. It's just it was like I was like I have had nothing to do with this. I, I, I know, have nothing yeah. to do with the cake. I have nothing to do with the dirtying of the silverware. But we don't have much silverware because you guys used it all and you've left it here right for two days. Right. right. I was like this is fucking gross. <laughs> but I could have just walked up and be like, hey, this is fucking gross. We should probably clean this. Right. Do you mind doing that? But I didn't have the uh, emotional intelligence. You know, or yeah. the maturity to be like, hey, we should do this. So instead, I put wash me on silverware, which was really stupid. And it's funny because I think that's when you find out who your true friends are. Because we were able to salvage that. When you get into a, a big we fight. Had, that, yeah. was a, that was pretty brutal. I mean, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't, like, attack each other, like, in personal levels. Like, all right, tiny yeah. dick or something like that. Yeah. But it was very heated. And I think we both realized when it was over how stupid it was. Yeah. And we were able to reconcile because that same year, I got in a fight with a different guy. And we have not spoken since. Really, it was very stupid. Similar thing. We were playing uh, uh, Texas Hold'em. Okay, it was me, Jill, this guy, and another person, and we were playing. And before we started, because this is when Texas Hold'em was all the rage. Sure. And we we're playing, and then we came up with we all put in like five bucks, and our we we ruled it out that when it got to heads up with just two people, if the First, the first, the person who had the most could decide whether or not to do heads up. But they would, they would take uh, fifteen dollars, or, or okay, let me start over. So, when they got to heads up, it would come down to um, whoever had the most. So, number one, number two, the number one person who had the most chips could decide to play it out to, uh, to, for all the chips for all for it all and win a maximum of twenty dollars, 
Or they could take $15, give five to the second place person, and just call it quits. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And I was like, sure, fine. And, and eventually it was between Jill and this, and this guy. And I was like, when they got there, I go, you know, this doesn't really make sense. I go, why, if you're in first place, would you even bother playing it out? You're either going to get $15. Or no dollars. You, you just say, we're done. I'm going right. to take $15. Yeah. And give five to that person. I go, because the only thing you're going to get on top of that is 20 or you can lose it all. Right. I was like, what's the incentive to do that? Well, that's that's gambling at its core. It is, but it, it seems like you're going to get an extra five bucks. Now, if you were going right. to get... that's you, gambling at its core. True. I, I, I mean, I think that's why you're not a gambler. No, because 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, it'd be like, you could take $15 or you could win 50 I understand. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. An extra five bucks. I'm like, really? Like that's and I, and I just brought that up. I go. I feel like there's a flaw in this. Sure. Because as soon as they got there, this guy was the chip leader, so he's like, "I'm done. I'm gonna take the fifteen dollars." I'm like, "Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why would you play it out to potentially win fi- an extra five bucks or lose it all? That doesn't seem like there's a lot of sure. Yeah, it's gambling, but it's shitty gambling. <laughs> well, one could argue that most gambling is shitty gambling. Agreed. Yeah. So I just brought that up. And he's like, look, man, you know, we agreed on this ahead of time. Like, I totally agree. I'm not saying we should change it. I'm just saying for the future, this may be a problem. Yeah. Because this this, this logic doesn't make sense. And then we were, he, just, he wouldn't relent that I was like, he kept thinking that I wanted to change it. I'm like, no, I don't care. I'm out. I'm not playing. Right. He's like, you just want your girlfriend to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I don't care. And then all of a sudden, it just unraveled. It was really, because the fourth guy that was there was like, he was trying to be like, yeah, you know, make jokes and stuff. Yeah. But we were just like. Locked in. So you were like in violent agreement with each other, essentially. It's, like you were both saying, take the fifth. Oh, no. He, so he was saying the option should still be there. You were saying, however, the option is dumb. To this day, I couldn't really understand where he was coming from. Okay. Because what I was telling him was like, I'm not saying we should change anything. Right. I'm not saying change the rules. I'm just saying there's a flaw in this logic. Sure. Yeah, I agreed to it in the beginning, and that's fine. Let's stick by it. I'm not saying you should. Jill should play it out now. You won. You got 15 bucks. She gets five bucks. Who gives a shit? Right. I'm just saying there's a flaw. Can we agree there's a flaw in this? And he would not acknowledge that, and he kept he kept attacking me, saying that I wanted to like basically keep the game going. I'm like, no, I don't care. Right. Acknowledge that there's a flaw in this logic. That's all I'm asking, and it's just. Oh man, it got personal. Really, it got real personal, and like he and I remember he said something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he took a, a personal shot at me, and I just stood up, and I was like, "Go fuck yourself!" And I like went upstairs, closed my door, and we we did, we barely talked the rest of the year. Wow, man! <laughs> like that was I was like, "Fuck you! You're gonna do that to me over a, a card game?" Jesus! I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit!" And, I, that's an and what's what's really bad too is I live with uh, him and two other guys. Those two other guys didn't talk to him much the rest of the year either. Oh, and they so, weren't even there, but so it was just like people were like, "Ah, this guy's kind of a." Uh, so he kind of ostracized himself at that point. Like yeah, at that, that point was, in time, yeah. it was like when he was around, it was weird, and Ooh. he kind of knew that. So he just sort of like that's came rough, and man. And I, it sucks. I feel bad for him in a, in a way, just because like that's you, you kind of fucked yourself over in a, in, in your college. Like what really limited the amount of friend group that you had. What sucked about that too, and this is why I'm going back to the point where I, th- I think you feel like you know who your true friends are. Was that streak was always in him, mm-hmm. but it was never directed at me. Yeah. I would see him just sort of like, kind of like shift into that mode 
with other people, and I was sure. like, oh, that's kind of weird, or you know. But I always had his back, uh-huh. and then, uh, and then all of a sudden he turned those guns on me, and I was like, oh, okay. I because it wasn't pointing at me, I was like, whatever. And now that's pointing at me, I was like, oh no, you're just an asshole, right? Got it, right, right. Cool. So that's it for us, I suppose. Yeah. And neither one of us tried to reconcile it. I remember I wrote him some fucking manifesto letter, just telling him how I felt, like we were breaking up, or something. But I felt that and I slipped under his door because, again, not really emotional, mature, couldn't just fucking talk about it. Right. But I wrote him this big thing about how I it felt was about how everything. 18 pages, front and, and back. Because don't waste paper. And I just remember, like, doing that and never, we never talked or yeah. anything like that. But I, just, I felt like it was important for him to know. I basically did what happened to me over a year ago. This is a little inside. I'm not going to talk about that. But, like, that's essentially what I did. Right. And so I was like, "Yeah, here's how my thoughts on paper, and you can't respond unless you." Can. But I didn't. My also, I wasn't like you know. I was like, "If you want to talk, we can." Right. I never right. did. But in in the letter, did you also say the rule was stupid? Like, did you did you <laughs> did you just poke the point like, home one more time? Yes, there was a flaw in that logic. <laughs> no one would ever agree to do no that. One would ever- no one would ever agree I fucking to put it all on the line for an additional five bucks. <laughs> oh my no God. one's going to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So but, I. So you didn't put that in there. No, I didn't. Okay, fair enough. But I, it's it's. I feel like if you truly do appreciate someone, yeah. yeah. I mean, it can also. Break, it depends on how that how the argument goes. Yeah. Well, I've seen. I mean, I've seen my group of friends, uh, like from college, get into you know one-on-one like big fights and and most i would say i don't think there's been anyone that i've seen who has been outcast yeah at, because of it so and, and it hasn't happened a lot i can probably count on you know less than one hand you know the yeah. number of times that i've seen like knockdown drag out like you were pissed at each other fights but yeah i mean yeah i don't think any of them everyone still talks to each other so yeah um i think i might have been in one or something like that but yeah yeah, I the the thing that really at the time I was excited because I was like, yeah, these guys are on my side. They weren't necessarily on my side. They just recognized that there was a uh, there, flaw was, there was a flaw in the logic. <laughs> um, but it, I, as I got more and more years past that, I I feel bad because um, while that guy was wrong, I mean, it's just a, there was a flaw in the logic. Um, I just I feel, I feel bad in a sense that it would have sucked to be him and to have the three yeah. other people you're living with essentially be like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with you. Absolutely, yeah. I mean and, that that is a very hard thing to wrap. And it's around. very possible we could have tried to remedy it, at least make some repairs to that mm-hmm. if we just would have talked. Yeah, but we weren't emotionally mature enough to do that. Right. And that's what sucks because I'm like, I don't think we ever really would have gotten back to where we were because you just can't say some personal shit and. And come back from that. Like yeah. just low, I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Right. There's certain things that once you put those out there, those yeah. are, they're out there. There's no exactly. Pulling back it's, it's it's a really shitty way to argue, and that's yeah. and you see it all the time on the internet where it's yeah. like you know people are like you know they'll bring up a point and they're like yeah but what about this? Right, it's like no, we're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about this because they've got the veil of the keyboard. They don't. Uh, yeah. They, they don't well, that I think that logic just exists all the time. You try to like my, a perfect example is and in unfortunately it's going to be a political example, but it'll be like. Pick Hillary or Trump, either one of them. If right. someone's like, you know, I hate Hillary because she she did X, Y, and Z. It's like, yeah, well, Trump's worse. It's like, well, we're not talking about Trump. Right. We're talking about Hillary. Right. And vice versa. Well, Trump's a big old piece of shit. Well, Hillary's worse. It's like, okay, we're not talking about 
Right. We're talking about this because by bringing that Those in. Those are not mutually exclusive. They are apples to oranges comparison. Right. I'm talking like about this individual thing. And it's, so it's like if, you're, if I'm trying to argue that there's a flaw in the logic of this poker game, and it's like, yeah, well, you're a big nerd who stays in his room and plays video games all the time. I'm like, what does that have to do with any of this? Right. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's true. That's true. That's an accurate statement. Thank yes. you for acknowledging World of Warcraft my... came out this year, and I played the shit out of it. What do you want from me? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was it was one of those things where as soon as we get off track there, if you if you unless you stop it, if you, unless you're mature enough to be like, whoa, okay, doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. Is that really where you want to go? If we right. call that out, and it, if you follow that road to where it leads, oh yeah. It's never going to end well. Yeah. Well, and there's been plenty of times, too, where and I'm sure you've gone into it, too, where the thoughts in mid-argument, mm-hmm. the thought, those thoughts will start to creep into the back of your head. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, you could say this. And they start to move very slowly. They start to move towards the front of your head, towards yeah. the mouth area. Well, it's funny. And you've got to just, like, shove them back. Yeah. Compress funny, them down. That's kind of almost like the true feelings you have. Yeah, like yeah. that year, I remember World of Warcraft did come out, yeah. and I played the shit out of that. Yeah. I was in my room all the time playing it because that's what I like to do. So guess what? I do that now, right? Um, and I think for some reason that really bothered him that I was always in my room playing games and not hanging out with anyone okay. else. So when he said that, I realized that that, that was, was the thing he said. That he said something along those lines. I okay. can't remember exactly what it was, but it really upset me because it was just like it was so. Nowadays, I'd be like, yeah, that's what I fucking do. But back right. then, I was still like, I'm not a nerd, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> right. He was just, I don't know, he made it just seem like I was super antisocial or, yeah. or whatever. And I was just like, okay, I don't know what you, you know what I mean? So it yeah. was really weird because we never really talked about it. So the second that he goes down that road, I'm like, oh, so that's really what the problem is. And that's really what you feel. Yeah. You know that I'm sensitive to that, so you're just trying to hurt my feelings right now. Like right. that's all you're trying now to do. Now you're just taking cheap shots. Yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, I defended you when you cheated on your girlfriend. Like, I was like, no, nah, man, it's it's probably for the best. Like, right. I totally, like, I was blindly just like, don't worry about, like, I was helping him get through this where he just totally cheated on his girlfriend. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. There's reasons why. No, it's like, no, that makes sense. You know, you guys just weren't really getting along. Sure, yeah. And, like, you know, this girl, it's like, she was, you know, it made, she was there. Right, so, super hot. And yeah. Like, yeah, why not? And he was just, like, so just distraught. I'm like, no, man, it's okay. You're, you're, I was like, he's not a good person. He cheated on his girlfriend. Right. But I told him that he was okay. Right. And he wasn't. Right. I should have been, like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Right. You probably should have a discussion with someone. Yeah, I'd be like, "You did it." Uh, I I don't know what else you want me to say. Right? Like, do you want me to tell you that it's okay because it's not? Right. Like, you're gonna have to figure this out. But you already know that. Right. So, but that then I was like, "No, oh, man," giving him excuses as to why what he did was right. Right. I was like, That's the kind of shit that I was doing for this guy. <laughs> and then he turned the guns on me. The battleship turned, and it was like, "Doug's like not today." And I was like, "Oh, this is what it feels like." Right. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I don't uh, I, I don't know. I, I wonder where those things come from for people. Like where... Like, is I think it, it's the truth. It, yeah. I think that's... The, it, but like there's some people who... Like some people can... Some people know better than to say them. Yeah. Some people don't give a shit. And they'll just say yeah. them. Yeah. That's a good like, point. Is that is that something like what they were raised in? Is that some sort of like a... You know, like like they say, like sociopaths don't have any feelings for what like yeah. what they say how it affects someone else. So, like, is it something in, in regards to that, like an emotionally stunted, you know, growth or something? Or? I, I think part of it too is that sometimes when you get in the argument, and I'm definitely I've fallen prey to this, is you want to win. 
the argument. It, it, by any means necessary. You want to be right. And um, as soon as someone is sort of winning or if they're frustrating you, you think that's like, oh, well, you just you want to find anything you can do to sort of like break that. Right. To tear them down or like just knock them down a peg because you're just like, God damn it. Especially if they're just like, you know, if you have beef with them already. <laughs> There's already some underlying stuff. And right. Then you, and you can just say something really mean. That has nothing to do with it because you're just like God. Fuck you for being for whatever we're for whatever we're in right now. Like I have to try and get the upper hand. Absolutely, yeah. And the way I'm going to get the other upper hand is by tearing you down. Right. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tear you down. I'm going to destabilize everything that you're standing on right now. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think I've done that. I've said a bunch of stupid shit in my life. Absolutely, me too. One hundred percent stupid shit that I've said immediately been like, God, you fucking idiot. But I really don't think. I'm probably wrong, but I don't. Nothing sticks out to me where I've said something like that just to intentionally hurt somebody. Sure, yeah. I'm sure I did growing up when I was younger because I was a child, but I don't remember any time in my adult life where I was like, "I'm going to say this just to fucking hurt their feelings." Yeah, I think I think it has. I for me at least, part of it I think has to be or has to do with. Um, I think it's it's a pride thing. Yeah, like like kind of to your point where it's you don't want to lose, but also you. You don't want to be made to look stupid because you were wrong in this argument. So you're yeah. going to say anything you can to shift it. So now you're right on something, and now you've got them against the ropes. Sucks to feel stupid. Sucks to feel we stupid. Talked about that. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> wants to feel stupid. And I think as I've gotten older, <clears throat> and really as of like the last couple of years, I've gotten I've gotten light years better mm-hmm. at identifying when I'm about to say something that I don't. Because, you know, the minute it passes your lips, there's no putting it back in. Yeah. So identifying those things and stopping myself from saying those things and going, is this where you, is this where this needs to get taken to? Justin, that's the first step in becoming and raising your EQ, which is your emotional intelligence. <laughs> it's on a little chart we show to all our new hires. We I did talk not about realize emotional that. Self-awareness yeah. is the first part of that. Yeah. Because when you're self-aware and you know what triggers you, you know what your witness or your witnesses, your weaknesses are, uh-huh. you can then plan accordingly. So congratulations, Justin. Thank you. That's really important, though. I mean that. Like, a lot of people don't realize that um, they're not able to identify that sort of stuff. And so what happens is... It has taken a long time to figure it out, though. Like, it's not easy. Oh, no. And there's still times where stuff slips out, and you're just like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. But but it's getting... getting, Yeah. Starting to identify that I think it's a huge... And it it changes your relationship a lot with anyone that that you get into an argument with. Mm -hmm. You can... I feel like it doesn't de-escalate it quicker, but it it doesn't escalate it as fast. Yeah, it slows the escalation process down, which is good. It buys you, you can, time. You can jump by saying one thing. You can jump from you know maybe you're at a four. You can jump that up to a, an eight or nine real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, and on a on a ten point scale. Like, yeah. So by not saying that, you know, maybe it goes from a four very slowly into a five, and, and it buys you that time to kind of start to de-escalate that situation. Yeah. My, my flaw is that I want so badly not to argue that I will generally just not say anything, and that's not good. To try to just stop I try to avoid argument. any and all arguments. Yeah. Like, if I'm, if I'm upset about something, I'll get really quiet, and I'll try to analyze it and be like, is this something that I should really be upset about and, and vocalize, or should I just be like, nah, you're being an idiot, and then just swallow it and just let it go? Yeah. And a lot of times that's what I do. Now, I don't know if that's good or bad, yeah. um, but it definitely has a I've, – I've struggled with trying to, like, vocalize with Jill when I'm upset about something because I don't want to 
I don't want to create an argument or anything like that. But at the same time, it's as oddly enough, taking acting classes and stuff really told me it's like, no, you should feel your feelings. Right. That's a good thing. That's yeah. not a bad thing. You should allow yourself to be like, be angry. It's okay. Yeah. Don't let it consume you, but just be like, I'm angry in this moment. Know what that feels like. Breathe it in and then go from there. Because I'm like, it's okay to feel annoyed. Because that's right. the thing I always felt was just like, I think it was when my parents would fight. Yeah. And, and all the stuff that they got into. And I was always just did my best to sort of like phase it out. Because um, they would have some knockdown, drag out fights. And oh, they'd yeah. always be like, gosh. And then when Dave was in his teens, Dave was a troublemaker. So it was always everyone was fighting about something. And then there was me. <laughs> And so I just be up in my room, just messing around. And I was like, playing I World of Warcraft again. Just didn't <laughs> before it was invented. Um, I just uh, I didn't want I didn't want to be a part of any of that. And the way that it made me feel was really uncomfortable. So yeah. I I think my my issue is just I'm like, nah, I'd rather not. I'd rather not fight. <laughs> yeah. But the repercussions are that is sometimes you squish your emotions down. And, and that you, can be a very because then they got they got to go somewhere. They got to go somewhere, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's and I feel like I do okay. And I'm not sitting there just going like I don't have anything like, like boiling a volcano, over. Yeah, but there's times where I'm like because there's times where I'm, it'll be something stupid where um like uh, there's dishes in the sink. I'm like, where the fuck are the dishes in the sink? And I was like, you know what though. Sometimes I leave dishes in the sink. Right. So I have that initial moment of anger that I'm like, yeah, well, sometimes you don't always wash the pans when you're done. Right. And you leave them on the, you know, there's one right there right now. Like, and I'm right, like, right. yeah, yeah. You know, or I'm like, you can't get it's mad. It's not annoying when I do it. It's annoying when you do it. Because I'm like, you can't be a hypocrite, Doug. Right. You cannot be like, you can't, you know, go to Jill and be like, why are you always leaving your laundry in the dryer? It's like, you do that too. Right. Like, in my... Zip it, right, and walk away, and just you know deal with it. Because I'm like, I have my my nasty habits too. Absolutely, so, yeah. And that's that's the always things. Like when it comes to little things like that, I'm like, yeah, you know, you may do a lot of this one particular thing, but Jill does a lot of this other particular thing, and that's what makes it work. Yeah, because we balance each other out. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, there's there's you you don't ever want to get into that where. Well, why do you, you know, why do you do this? And then they go, well, why don't you do that? Because you know, for us, like Beth, uh, Beth usually because the weekdays mm-hmm. are uh, the laundry room is is uh, more clear, nice. so she usually handles the laundry, right? Mm-hmm. So if you know any, <laughs> well, why, uh, you know, why are you leaving this? Well, why don't you ever fucking do the laundry? <laughs> like you, 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 you've got to realize that you've yeah. got shortcomings too. Like you know, Absolutely. there's certain things that you don't do that the your, the other person picks up. The Somehow it magically and, gets done. And exactly. You tend to yeah. Take that for granted because human beings are terrible creatures. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because it's just if I it just happens. Yeah. And I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say for me, I pretty much I do like 99 percent of the cooking. Yeah. So, which I'm fine with. I don't have a problem. Yeah, with doing I enjoy it. it. Ever. Yeah. I'm not. Jill's not always like, when's food gonna be ready or anything like that. Like. <laughs> Nothing like that. She's but, just at the table, just banging yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah, she and Natalie are like, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, God, you animals. No. Uh, but I, I try my best when I'm done to – I cook and then I clean up afterwards. Sure, sure, and sure. I do my best to do that as, as well as I can. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, uh, you know, Jill will cook eggs for Natalie in the morning or something, and then she won't clean the pan, and it'll just be there, and I'll be like, son of a bitch. Right. I need but this I'm pan. I'm like, guess who's feeding Natalie in the morning? It's Jill. Right, exactly. <laughs> what was the purpose of this pan getting dirty? Something that eggs. Something that for took Natalie. Yeah. Exactly. Something that took a responsibility off my plate, so I could do something else. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Those are the things where I'm like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. A this is a small pan. I will clean it in two seconds. It's no big deal. Right. Exactly. It's just or like uh, even though, in fairness, 
day-old eggs left in the pan, they stink. Well, it's not <laughs> eggs in the pan. It's just like, you know, they a pan's been used and, yeah. you know. Well, no, even the remnants of eggs oh, in the pan, yeah. though. Like, they, just, they can't. I can't smell. I can't stand that smell. Yeah. And, or something else, like I'd say probably 90% of the time I'm the one that's uh, unloading the dishwasher. Sure. But it also makes sense because most of the stuff that has to get put away is high up in the shelves. There you go. So exactly. that's the one where I'm like, I kind of wish someone would do this more. But Or I take out the garbage a lot of the time. I take out the recycling most of the time. Like There's just small projects. Projects. No, they're not projects. A project it, is building a deck for I was, your house. I was, was going to say, projects have endings. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is never ending. <laughs> or I took over the uh, great honor of cleaning out the kitty litter box. Ever since Jill got pregnant, you know, those many, many... Almost two years, over two years ago, uh, it was just because I don't know if you knew this, but um, kitty litter is uh, like the cat poop and stuff is has parasites. I did not realize, and it's dangerous for pregnant women. To be well, that makes them. sense, yeah. So, um, so I got stuck with. <laughs> we used to, it was it was probably a seventy thirty in favor of me doing it thirty percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, before, but uh, then I it was hundred percent of the time for me. It right, still yeah. is. Yeah. That's the one I'm like, mm, I don't like doing this. Um, but, it, you know, it, again, at the same time, like, Jill does all of Natalie's laundry sure. all the time. Jill uh, drives pretty much everywhere we go. There like, go, yeah. again, it's those are the things. So, if you guys want lessons about relationships, I was just going to say, this just turned into yeah, relationship talk here on Mind Gap. <laughs> um, no, but th- those are the things that we always did really well together anyway before yeah. we had Natalie. And it, Natalie complicated that stuff to some degree just because it was like, oh shit, we have a child now. Now what? Yeah. Um, because that's just. You know, it's a whole another level of it's. A, it was a whole new onslaught of. There's just more things to do. Yeah. The 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 challenge of having a child, which I think I just realized, is that you know before maybe our resting stress level, ten to fifteen percent. Natalie, it's like <laughs> this is the upgrade to the challenge difficult. Your natural resting stress rate is now at fifty percent. <laughs> Just having Natalie there, it's already just boosted because it's like, okay, You can someone, never just relax. Someone has to watch where she is, right. what she's doing, and then if you wanted to do something, you may not be able to do that entirely or as quickly as you want to because Natalie is there. Sure. Or the only time you get that moment is like, I'm always like, is it time for a nap? Is it time for a nap? Are you tired? Put yes. it down for a nap. Um, just so that we can just be like, cool, she's sleeping. Right. <sighs> But the but the resting stress rate is higher, so that obviously makes it more easier for one of us to get frustrated. Sure, and then inevitably someone's going to snap at the other person. So that's the challenge to it. <laughs> sure, but before that, like we were a we were well oiled machine. Yeah, we knew our, our our strengths and weaknesses, and we did. And now there's just a, a, a difficulty level increased. Now it's that. just I, it's in my head. I just assume like Jill's hair is all frizzy. There's a fire in the corner. Yeah. You don't have pants on. Everyone's like. How did we get? What's happening? Well, first of all, I never had pants on. Well, that's, so that's fair. That's just normal. That's a fair point. It'd be yeah. if I had pants on, right. then that would be the situation. And they're backwards. And they're backwards. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, why are you wearing pants? <laughs> I don't know. It's there's a fire. Everything, nothing is normal. That's so. That's funny though, because like I generally my resting state in my home, no pants. Like I usually just that's like I'm pants free, man. Yeah. This no pants, no problem. That's how I am. The thing that sucks is like you know. Underwear, though. I'm Underwear, yeah. yeah. I'm not just like t-shirt and then just bare naked, free balling, floppy yeah. balling around, but I just walk around in my boxers all the time. I'm totally happy doing that. Yeah. That's going to have to change as Natalie gets older. Natu- or well, not. Or you know, not. You not. could be that dad, which yeah. is like, God, dad. It's like, we're home. Tear away pants. Whoosh. <laughs> if she has a, someone, her date comes over and I'm just, I answer the door in my, 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 welcome. Hey, welcome Kevin. My humble abode. <laughs> And uh, that's the thing that sucks is like the other day we had Peapod deliver groceries yeah. and uh, 
So there was a knock on the door. I forgot they were coming. I wasn't wearing pants. I was like, oh, shit. Hold on. I was like running up to get. Isn't it funny that when someone comes to your door and you're not prepared for it? Yeah. There's this mad rush. Like, I go through this where I'm like, like, I look around the house and I'm like, okay, is there thing, like, is everything away? Like, I don't <laughs> know what I'm looking for. Yeah. But it's, it's. Well, you want it to be presentable. It's very disconcerting because I'm like, all right, I've got, I got pants on. Like, you, you go through this checklist of like, I've got to answer the door. <laughs> What are they going to think? What are they going to think? Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know if it's a newer thing, but people used to come over to other people's houses all the time back yeah. in the day. Like, it used to be a random, hey, yeah. how you doing? It's Let's- weird now when you're like, I wasn't expecting anyone to my door. Right. Who's there? <laughs> well, it's funny because yesterday some dude, I think was he was on the wrong floor and he didn't realize it. And I kept hearing a, do- a key in the lock. Okay. And my cats were like. Right. Like looking around because my cats generally know when it's one of us. Yeah, like I can hear one of our cats meowing when we're halfway down the hall. I'm like, how do you know? Right, I haven't made any noises yet. Like, how do you know? She's like, meow, meow, meow. These cats were like, I was like, wow, Jill got off early too. And I was like, the cats were like at an alert stage. Right. I'm like, it's oh, like, oh, that's not Jill. So I like kind of like crept. I felt like I couldn't make any noise. <laughs> like you're in your own even house. though this yeah. guy was trying to get into my place, and I was like. Kind of creeping. I like right. kind of peeked. I peeked through the peephole. And I almost wanted to be like, "What are you doing?" Like, open up the door. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Just Go away. Pop it open. Be like, "Can I help you?" Right. But then I realized. I think put on your your big Doug voice. Who's there? <laughs> All of a sudden, like he, he kind of looked up, and I, th- I could see the worry on his face. And he was like, "Oh!" Right. He grabbed his stuff and like ran to the stairwell. Like I'm on the wrong floor. I love it. I, I fucking was like, love oh, it. Oh my god, that's funny. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That uh, that fear when people. People come 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 a calling. Yeah. Well, I'm always just like my. It's not a fear. It's just a, mine's kind of a fear. It's is like, it? It's, it's high alert. I'm just because I'm like, who is that? Right. Like I don't pe- have people just randomly come by. It's see for me, it's not a fear. It's just it's it's a weird like pseudo anxiety, where I'm just like, all right, I've got to have answers ready if they ask me a question. <laughs> I've got to make sure nothing weird is out. Yeah. And I might have to entertain. <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, when you're in college in the dorms and stuff like that, people come by all the time, yes. whatever, but that's not my life anymore. Not anymore at all, yeah. When I first moved to Chicago. Especially I'll... in an apartment building. Exactly. It's Because like... you're just like, people only come here if there's a reason to come here. Exactly. They don't just happen across, go, I was in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. I was just on the sixth floor. Just thought I'd come by right, and yeah. see what's going on with you guys. Right, like, right. who are you? I don't have any of those friends yeah. in the building. Exactly. Yeah. And the first time when we moved to Chicago, apparently we took over the apartment to someone who uh, had a warrant out for their arrest. Holy shit. Um, we we would get calls. This is back when we would get a landline whenever we would move. We get calls asking for this woman all the time. And we're like, no, she doesn't live here. And then one day, I was wearing pants but no shirt. There was a knock at the door and I answer it. And it's like a bounty hunter guy like in like some sort of like Kevlar vest. And he like was like, dog? Ask, like he was asking me questions. He's like, "Is so and so here?" This woman. I go, "No." I go, "People call for her all the time." I go, "I don't know who this person is." I'm like, "He's like, have you seen her or talked to her?" I go, "No." We get her mail from time to time, and I was like, "I don't know anything." He's like, "All right, well, if you hear anything, he gave me his card." He's like, "Let me know," and I was like, "What the fuck? Where are we living right if, now?" If that had been on a TV show, you'd have been that classic shirtless. Yep. <laughs> answering yep. the question. Like, this is my home. What do you want from me? <laughs> It was really, exactly. really weird. I'm like, and I turned to Joe. I'm like, who the f-? like before because we'd always joke or like another call for this. Now we're like, who the fuck is this person? Right, right, right. What do they do? Like, That's why. A, yeah. Now you want to know. I was just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like this is weird. So yeah. weird. You know what's not weird? Throwdown. Yep. <laughs> Pretty vanilla. Throwdown. 
the throwdown. I I don't know what's happening to my headphones right now. You don't have to worry about it, baby. I'm right here with you. Okay. Hold my hand. We can we can hear Hold my things. Hand. We can hear together. Yes, together. Yes, together. Yes, together. Uh, all right. So we have spent a lot of time talking about uh, uh, anger and fighting and and such. Uh, and also last night I started to watch Creed. So I want to do a boxing throwdown. Awesome. So we're going to do Disney princesses. Here Disney princesses. All right. Here we go. Elsa versus Snow White. Go. Um, obviously, Elsa. Yeah, um, obviously. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, so today we're doing uh, Mr. Rocky Balboa. Okay. Naturally, you can't do a boxing throwdown with, with, without Rocky in there. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Who, Got it. Right. Well, yes. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> could we put him up against a real person? Could we uh-huh. put him up against someone else? Like, what? Where? where can this fit? So. I still like the video game side of things. Okay. And so I was thinking through, and I was like, well, fuck it. Let's put him up against Little Mac from Mike Tyson's like, Punch-Out. Like Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> yeah. No, that's impossible. No one could beat that game. Um, no, but I want to put him against Little Mac because it's two short Italians. It's funny because they both have terrible form. Like, if you watch Rocky, like, the choreography between that is terrible. It is so bad. It's, it doesn't make any... I, it's almost 8-bit. I've watched – I definitely have seen the first one. I think I've seen bits and pieces. The Rocky franchise has never really been my cup of tea. I enjoy Because it. I hate America. That's why. Naturally. No, but um, part of it was I think the, by the time I really started watching it, it just it felt really cheesy to me. Okay. It felt really just uh, – I don't know. Like if you watch them in those matches, I'm just like, this is terrible boxing. It's terrible it's boxing. Amazing. They're just like uh, they just take so many shots in a row, and then they bounce off the ropes and they just return the favor. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is awful choreography. It's fantastic. Um, so I, I assuming they're probably about the same in that sort of regard. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously one is teeny tiny. Yeah. He's little Mac, but I feel like again they're both Italian. They're both. I feel like how do little- you know he's Italian? Little Mac. Oh, he just is. <laughs> Don't worry about it. How do you know Rocky's Italian? <laughs> we're fighting now. We're, now we're in throwdown between Justin and Duck. <laughs> I just went red. Because <laughs> um, really, I feel like as bad as Bal- Rocky Balboa's uh, form is, he has more moves than Little Mike. Little Mike has like... Mac. Little, I'm sorry. Little, <laughs> little Mike Mac. Uh, little Mikey Mac. Little Mikey Mac. Uh, he's got well, uh, he's left got... hook, right hook, <laughs> and dodge from side to side. Right, but that can be really effective. Yeah, but, I mean, you've showed me a few things with boxing. You've got the jab. The slip. You know, you've got the slip. You've got the uppercuts. Um, uh, wait, no, because he does, like, left. He goes, like, left face, right face, and then he also does some body shots, too, right? I think, yeah. Well, Because King Hippo... Push forward and punch at the same time. Yeah. All right, so he can do like some. He can do basically like hooks, and he can do like body body yeah. blows because that's how you get King Hippo because he shows, shows a little bandage on his belly and you go and take him down. Well, everything about Little Mac, all all of the uh, all of the um, what's the word I'm looking for? All of the God, what is with me in words, man? Read a book. I'm I, w- I need to read a dictionary. Is what I need yeah, to fucking right. read. I, like, I need, all you need to read a dick. <laughs> <laughs> all of the strategy uh-huh. in Punch Out is dodging and and finding when to when to land. It's that finding punch. the other person's weakness, right? Exactly. But also, you. I mean, you, there's a lot of back and forth, and then finding the right time to go ahead and land those punches, and when they give their little signals or whatever, then landing that punch right. So 
Rocky in the first movie is terrible on his feet, right? He's a great, he's a great puncher. He's great, great on his on the ground though in the boxing match. You know, really. Oh good yeah, when, when you take him do. down, he can he can he he's can tie really you up. He's really good at doing and, some yeah. jujitsu and stuff. Absolutely. But on his feet, he's terrible. He will throw you out of the fucking ring. Really Don't poor decision close. to put him in a boxing match. Very odd. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, but he's he's uh, he's very slow on his feet. So that's kind of one of the things that they work with him on. So I'm thinking that Little Mac. He's got the dodging. He can he can go back yes. and forth. He moves quite well back and forth, and he can slip and he can move. Uh, Rocky, he's got the power. He's got some more actual punching moves than I would say Little Mac does. I definitely feel like um, Little Mac exploits those weaknesses really well. I don't yes. feel like Rocky is uh, has the knowledge. And we're talking about Rocky from Rocky 1, right? Yes, I would say we're talking from Rocky from Rocky 1. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't have the knowledge that Little Mac... He can Little take Mac, a beating. He can definitely take a beating, but I don't think he has, like... Little Mac's going to exploit any weakness really, really well, because that's the whole point of playing as him. Absolutely. exploit the weakness of your opponent. So I feel like Max got the advantage there. Okay. Um, but I feel like Rocky's got that willpower. You he's know? got that. He's he can got take that, that stamina. Beating, yeah. He can take that beating. Um, but I don't know if that's Plus admirable or not. He's also jacked and sweaty. Um, I think my initial reaction is to give to Mac. Really? I feel like while he's limited on what he can throw, I also think Rocky's limited on what he throws, too. Okay. He kind of just does wind-ups and then just throws them. So he just it's does not one like, of these numbers? Yeah, he does like a Popeye sort of thing. <laughs> so I'll uh, buddy a bread, I will. Oh, boy. You'll butter my bread eye? Yeah, I'll buddy a bread. Get over here, you partner. Say, you say butter my bread eye? I'll buddy your bread eye. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, I think I'm going to say Mac, just because I think his uh, ability to expose and capitalize on a weakness, and, and Rocky just doesn't have, he doesn't impress me in those movies, as far as, in that movie yeah. specifically, is, is what he can really do, other than just like, I can get punched a lot. It's like, congrats, you're going to have brain damage. Gonna. <laughs> I Does. Got, I got it. So I'm going to say uh, Mac. What are you going to say? You're saying Mac. I, I, I think I'm going to go. I have to go with Rocky just because of sheer willpower. I, I've seen we've seen him we've seen him persevere through more than what we've seen Little Mac in the game. Little Mac beat Mike Tyson. I mean, it depends. He beat Mike Tyson. Depends, so, on, depends on who's playing it. So I'm just saying, if he can beat Mike Tyson, I've he never can beat, I've never seen him beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> do you know in they my re- years they released uh, years like just actually relatively recently they released a, a little. Uh, trick about fighting Mike Tyson in that game. There is uh, a sprite, a little a little sprite of a, a photographer or someone in the in the background. Yeah, when he moves. When he does yeah. like when he pops up or something, yeah. that's when you have to execute certain moves. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. to dodge and things like I that. I remember seeing that article come yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So he all right, well he beat Mike Tyson. That's fine. Yeah. Rocky beat Apollo. My Apollo's not Mike Tyson. Apollo is one of the greatest boxers that ever lived in that universe. <laughs> In parentheses, in that universe. In that universe. <laughs> I think if you can beat Mike Tyson in his prime, uh, uh, you you can beat Rocky Balboa. Well, I don't know. I'm just... Because uh... if, if Little Mac can exploit Mike Tyson's weakness, what does Rocky have? He's got nothing. I'm going... I'm going to... This is the part where you, you just yell some really mean thing at me to sort of derail my argument. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah. No, fuck that, Doug! Whatever, Baldy! You got no fucking hair! Your follicles hate you! Just like your mom! What does that have to do with this? Fuck you! No, fuck you! 
Throw down over. <laughs> Throw down over. <laughs> and that end scene. Real examples, people. Real examples, Real examples. of how this can get out of control. Don't do this. Don't Improve do your emotional intelligence. The more you know. Self-aware. <laughs> uh, I I still am going to say Rocky Balboa, but just because you bring up a valid point about the weaknesses, I will uh, I will concede, but it is a regret. Like it is a, it's a very hard concede. He wins by decision. He doesn't win by knockout. I'll give you that. Split decision. Split decision. Yeah. yeah. That seems fair. All right. Boxing terms. <laughs> For the win! Yay! Split decision. Little Mac. Yeah. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, it's always a pleasure. And we hope you've enjoyed our episodes. We're coming up soon on our 104th, our two-year our two year anniversary of every Thursday, bringing you wonderful and engaging and, might I say, award-worthy content. I, award-worthy, for sure. Yes, we can definitely be award-worthy. Yes. Award-winning. We'll talk about that off mic. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So uh, you guys can find us on Facebook. Look for our uh, page there. You can also find us on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. And Justin exists in the realm of digital folks. You can find me online at JustinStrandland.com, as well as Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. Uh, com slash MindGapPodcast. Uh, sorry, no, just MindGap. com slash MindGap is where you can find uh, yeah. an archive of all of our shows. You can also find our shows on iTunes and Stitcher. You can go ahead and subscribe there and review us and let us know what you think of us. Let us know how much you love us. Uh, com slash the best bar podcast ever. It's also a, a, bar, a podcast I do with Milos uh, just about every Monday uh, when we can get guests and, and figure it out. Um, it is about the bar industry. It's pretty fun, so check that out as well. And, uh, yeah, and I love you. Yeah. That's that's all I got. I, got, I, yeah. I love you. Yeah, guys, be good to each other. Just know that, you know, the I think it's the Dalai Lama that said, you know, the only time you get annoyed at someone else is when you realize that you think you're more important than they are. Don't do that. Also, there was a flaw in the logic. Son of a- Mind Gap Podcast. <laughs>